0: There were times during the peak of our COVID response where I longed for this particular day. The wistful words of the Prime Minister as he announced COVID confinement is canned from one minute past midnight tonight. The government's ditching the seven-day isolation period for people positive for the virus. The final mask mandates are going too. Health Minister Aisha Varel explains while mandatory isolation is going, the government would still like infected people to stay at home.
1: So the advice from the Ministry of Health is now that people who are ill should stay home uh, and that they should do so for five days. Uh, The other mandate that we're uh, pulling back is the mandate that visitors to hospitals need to wear masks. Te will now, um, that mandate will go away, but Te will have uh, guidance and recommendations that hospital visitors continue to wear masks and continue to provide the masks at the front door.
0: Isn't that all a little bit confusing regarding the isolation? So you're ditching mandatory isolation, but you'd still really like people to stay home for five days?
1: Uh, I think we're going back to normal. Now, with um, infectious diseases, people are encouraged to stay home when they're sick, and we're all a lot lot more aware of that after the pandemic, but the legal mandate is gone.
0: Is there any requirement for people to tell their workplace that they are infected with COVID?
1: No, there's no more legal requirements for those sorts of uh, for those sorts of things. So, is
0: it okay to go into the workplace and sit next to your colleagues um, without them knowing that you're potentially highly infectious?
1: Uh, as I just said, it's not okay, and I think we do need to uh, take the lesson from the pandemic that we need to be more considerate of others when we're when we're sick and not not go to uh, work. Um, but there is no legal mandate uh, for that. Um, No.
0: Doesn't that potentially leave workers in in a a difficult situation with their employer?
1: We still encourage um, uh, uh, everyone to follow the the guidance. Uh, With respect to workers, we have increased the number of sick days that workers are entitled to from earlier on in the pandemic, and the situation we're in for COVID is now the same situation that we're in for other similar uh, illnesses like influenza.
0: Why do you still want people to test then if they don't have to stay home?
1: Uh, well, people are able to test. We've got um, rapid antigen tests that people can have and can use them for, for um, diagnosing whether or not they, ca- they have COVID and they can, can stay home if they, if they are able to.
0: And you're asking them still in your advice to upload their test results, right? What, why do you need that information yeah, when there's no that, requirement um, to stay home?
1: Two things that that helps with. One is that they can, um, that it contributes to the government statistics, but the more important thing is if they're eligible for uh, antivirals, they will get a, um, be able to be directed towards that through that system, just like they have been.
0: Why do you think people would test when you've ditched the isolation requirement? What's the incentive to keep uh, because testing? Because
1: they might want antivirals if they're eligible to them, and you know they're incredibly effective at keeping people out of hospitals. And uh, we have a- access to to them in New Zealand for people who um, who have certain medical conditions, and that's uh, that's now um, uh, that that is something that many people would want to have. It's
0: interesting timing, Minister, Um, not far from an election. How do you reckon it's going to play out with voters?
1: Uh, Well, my decisions that I make under the Act are pretty prescribed in terms of they have to be with respect to the advice that the Director-General gives whether or not the balance of of health uh, health impacts justify the uh, the, uh, curtailing of people's liberty with isolation. And that's how we made this decision.
0: When exactly did you get the advice that suggested it was appropriate to drop mandatory isolation? Uh,
1: there was a process after I received the advice of writing up the Cabinet paper, so um, two or three weeks ago.
0: So, But the advice itself came to you on what date, Minister?
1: Uh, Lisa, I'll have to get back to you on that, but essentially the time from the advice to uh, the decision today was the time to write up a Cabinet paper and consult the other agencies that are impacted.
0: So will you release that advice so people can see it?
1: Uh, all our all our advice gets gets released uh, as it has done for past uh, decisions under the act.
0: What happens if there's another variant? I mean, I noticed this EG5 in the United States is making up a large percentage of new cases. I mean, what happens if there's another troublesome variant?
1: Yeah. We've been in this situation before where we've seen variants emerge overseas and what appears like a linked increase of case numbers, but that not necessarily play out in our, in our situation. So we continue to uh, one, be across our domestic epidemiology. We're still going to report case numbers. We're still going to do wastewater and whole genome sequencing, and two, follow the international evidence. But at this stage, there's not a particular, I'm not advised of a particular concern around that variant having an impact here.
0: And that is the Health Minister Aisha Reverell, who also said no decision's been made on whether there will be an annual COVID vaccination offered to people.